We'll fix Absolutely. it in post. Yeah. Please do. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> and by we, we mean Josh. Josh. Josh has still got to get editor. an Josh has still got to get an episode up tonight. Oh yeah, Josh does. Um, Is that even edited? I need to check. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> For your sake. Hey guys, welcome back to Raise a Mic, the Hamilton Revisit podcast. My name is Josh McLemore, and I'm here with Audrey Crocker and Andy Unger. What's up? (laughs) And this is a special episode um, of Raise a Mic, and Audrey's going to tell you all about that. So Audrey, why don't you tell us why this is special? Yeah, this is a special episode for multiple different reasons. Number one, the ratio of guys to gals is now even because we have a special guest that is here with us. And uh, so that's really exciting. And secondly, it's really exciting because the special guest is an amazing human being who has firsthand knowledge of this show about which we speak of Hamilton. Mm -hmm. So with us, we have Miss Carly Ann Ferreira. And she is from Greenville. Say hi, Carly. Sorry, you can go ahead and say hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's from Greenville, um, South Carolina. So she's a Southerner too, but she's not currently in Greenville. She's out West in LA, but her history with Hamilton uh, is kind of the end of a, a pretty exciting career that she's had so far in theater. She started her first big break in in the Heights, which is, as we all know, also created by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And mm-hmm. that was a few years ago, um, the first national tour. And then she followed that up a few, li- few years later by doing the national tour of Aladdin and then eventually joined the national tour or the Chicago cast of Hamilton. And uh, yeah, that's the Eliza cast. So we're so excited to have her here. We're going to be talking about Hamilton and the backstage shenanigans and all the exciting things about the show. So um, Carly, I think a lot of our listeners don't know that each of the cast has a name. So can you tell us just a little bit about that? Like what are some of the other names? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And it's really just to keep track um, for the creative. So we have the first national tour uh, is the Angelica tour. Then there was the Philip tour. Chicago was the Eliza tour. And we have Ann Peggy being the one that went to Puerto Rico. And it really is just for organization. I mean, there might be some deeper meeting that I don't know about. (laughs) But um, it's to keep track of everybody and everything because it's a lot of information to keep yeah. track of. <laughs> yeah, because Hamilton's just a small cast, right? So it's just, just um, a small cast. <laughs> um, yeah, and tell us why you are out in LA. What What's going on out there? Why did you make the move out there? Uh, well, I joined the um, production of LA, um, Hamilton out here. And it's mm-hmm. technically, I guess, the Eliza tour out here. So mm-hmm. we are, when we come back, we'll be um, performing yeah. Hamilton in LA. So very excited we're very very sad that we uh haven't gotten to perform yet but you know Mm -hmm. we will soon just waiting for the day that's right (laughs) absolutely (laughs) well thank you for being here we're gonna um ask some questions about just the process of 
becoming a cast member of Hamilton and what it's like to be in the show. So thanks for your time already, but we're really excited to get to chat with you. Oh, I am too. I'm so excited. Good. We're glad because we're, you know, we have, we have all these things to say, but we don't have any weight behind it. Like what are we? (laughs) I mean, Audrey at least is in the field. Yes. Audrey's at least in the field. We're just like, we're just like the equivalent of the parents at the little league baseball game. Well, I'll try to be as helpful. <laughs> yeah, we got a, we got a Braves baseball player in our midst. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to say shout out for the Dodgers because uh, I mean we're about to play out here. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't get me started. Okay. Yeah, game three is happening while we're recording this, and I'm not very happy. Nope. Um, but I have anyway, zero opinions oh. about any of that. No, Josh is I mean, like and do, sports. But- Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sports. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, basically the first question I want to ask is like, you've been in this, you've done this for a little while. And um, what does an audition um, look like for you? Uh, audition. So a typical New York musical theater audition, because, you know, everywhere you go, everything is just a little different. Um, we have, we are part of the union, which is the Actors' Equity Union. So usually they are the ones who uh, monitor, monitor and mediate all of the auditions. Um, they have a, uh, what's called an ECC, which is an equity course call that they have required to do for six months, every mm-hmm. six months, um, which with each show that's running. Um, so it, it depends on if they are actually in need of anybody that, that they need to be casting, um, but they'll have that or they'll have a what's called an invited call. So they just put out a breakdown. And then if you feel like you're right for the show, then you come in and you audition and they, depending on the need at the time, they will either have a long, long day of choreography if you go to a dance mm-hmm. hall or, um, and that's kind of, that's kind of it it's a very long process, especially with this show, um, just because there's so many creatives that have a hand in um, who they cast. And it really is a family. So they're very proactive about casting people who they feel like is not only talented and, and able mm-hmm. to do the show, but will fit in with their, with their family, with each cast member. So the more mm-hmm. that they get to work with you and like see you in audition room, the, the more they'll, they'll figure out if you're you know a right fit talent-wise and personality-wise. Yeah. How many rounds? Did you have to do multiple rounds of auditions? Uh, yes. <laughs> Through, I, I would say my first Hamilton audition was for the public. Um, oh gosh, maybe two. The public theater, for those of us that don't know what that is, it's a theater in New York. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. It's where they um, debuted Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like the first round, correct me if I'm wrong, was 2014. Maybe that sounds right. That sounds, sounds right. right. Yeah. Um, but it was just an invited call and, and Andy, um, Andy Blake Bueller choreographer. I'm sure you guys have talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he <laughs> is <laughs> a little bit, he, he, he's definitely, um, he likes to work with the same people all the time. Um, so he'll have an invited call. Um, I think that was my first one that I did and I, I didn't definitely did not book that obviously. Um, <laughs> but that was like round one, I'd say. And then, I feel like I went through two invited calls and I came to, they had me come back and sing three or Mm -hmm. four times. And then I came back and danced maybe twice more. So it's definitely a process. And that, that includes doing 
three or four dance combinations. And if you make it to the next round, you do partner work. And if you make it to the next round, maybe they'll call you in for what's called a boot camp, which I never, I never did. Um, but that is, it's basically just bringing in people that they feel like could be a great fit for the show and kind of giving them a boot camp of the choreography and getting to work with them personally again to see if they would be a fit for the show. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's Very a, cool. a long process. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And something that some of our listeners might not know is that the process isn't like what Carly, Carly was saying. It's not necessarily like day after day after day. It could be that you did round one and then a couple of weeks later, they might call you back in for something or it could be days or it could be later that day. So it's, it's a really kind of mysterious process that if you haven't ever done it, you just don't know how drawn out it can be. And then sometimes they're like, nope, we're looking for somebody right now. And then you like book it that day. Um, so Carly, how did you get on the invited call list? I, I have an agent in New York. Um, so I, 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 agent call list, I guess you'd Mm -hmm. say, um, and, and, the fact that I worked with Andy beforehand, um, it's kind yeah. of, you know. Yeah. So that's how like that what, how you got <laughs> into the door. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something mm-hmm. that we haven't really talked about too much as far as like the business side goes is, you know, how it is that you get cast in these shows and that a lot of times agents are, they're the people that get you in the room, right? So that you can mm-hmm. actually show them like, Hey, I can dance because you if you didn't have an agent or didn't have somebody advocating for you, you could be like, Hey, I'm really great for the show, but I can't, I can't get into that actual room. So, um, yeah, I think it's, that's a piece of the business puzzle that I think a lot of our listeners might not be familiar with. So thanks for sharing about that. Um, and so Carly, your, your role in the show is that you're a swing, which we've talked about a little bit on this, uh, podcast. I've talked about it. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe I haven't cleared it all up for people, uh, but also you're a dance captain. And so, uh, for some people, they might not know that those are two different things. So can you just talk a little bit about what it's like to be a dance captain, what the difference between that and being a swing is, um, and then kind of tell us about what it's like to do the job of dance captain on Hamilton. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so dance captain is, it's really their job to maintain the choreography of the show. And mm-hmm. luckily enough, I have, um, with Hamilton at least, we, I have a co-dance captain, which um, his name's Yossi. He's a, mm-hmm. our, my male counterpart. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great. So he can focus on the gentlemen. I can focus on the ladies. I mean, we definitely have to be able to focus on everybody, but it's helpful to have help. Um, and we also have a, a dance supervisor um, that's with the show as well, which he handles most of the um, the, the choreography or any issues that we have. Um, so it's really great to be able to have, you know, someone else that you can rely on um, so, cause it's a lot of weight of trying to maintain this much choreography, not only with the dancers, but with the principal tracks as well. It's just, it's a huge beast and the more people, the better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as a dance captain, um, we usually will, will watch the show and we'll take notes, um, which we'll hand out periodically through the week to the onstage um, members. Um, are, we also are, tasked with um, putting any new members into the show. So I will teach choreography to a principal, to an ensemble member, 
Um, that's usually during the week before the show. And then we'll have to go in to the show as well to do, you know, if we're swung on that night, which that just means that the swing will take over the part that the person either called out for or sick, or if they're understudying another part, they get bumped up. So it's the swing's job to jump in and perform that role for that night. So, I mean, the real big difference between the swing and the dance captain is just the responsibility of, of teaching, you know, like mm -hmm. having more, I guess, responsibility for teaching. That's yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as a, as a swing, you at any moment could be asked, even if it's like halfway through the show, you could be asked to come on. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We have, we call the mid show swing ons and they're really <laughs> fun. <laughs> Especially fun. If you have been, you know, on stage in a different track prior a day before you have something in your body and then the next day you're like, great, you have to do this completely different track. And and that includes choreography, vocal tracks, mm -hmm. backstage, props, wow. costumes. It's it's a lot to keep in our brain. And we also have what's called a universal swing. Mm -hmm. So they swing not only one production, but every single production, not including the West End. So every, you know, US production. Right, yeah, um, yeah. Wow. So they have to keep um, not only all of those things that I mentioned, um, you know, in their little bubble, but then they have to do that for every single show. Oh my so gosh. They, uh, they are truly the all-stars, the swings and standbys of Hamilton are mm -hmm. the, 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 they're the all-stars all for me because yeah. they have a lot of information to, to do and then do it well and perform it well. <laughs> right, right. Not just have it, but also be able to execute it and, you know, be, go mm -hmm. step into that character. Do you have any, yeah. this is like off the cuff, but do you have any crazy, like, I just got called on for this role, uh, stories? Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> on top of my dance captain role and, uh, my swinging role, I also understudy Peggy Mariah. Mm -hmm. Um, just so much fun. So when I was learning Peggy Mariah, when you, when you have, when you're learning a new understudy role, you usually have all the information, you learn all the information and then they have what's called a put in, which is really just a chance for you to be able to do the show with the onstage cast. So I had just had my put in for Peggy. Um, it, it, I think it was a Thursday. And then the next day, our Peggy um, called out halfway through the show. Uh, not even halfway, it was halfway through the first act. And mind you, I was, I, it's weird to say this now, I was deathly sick. I should not have been at work. I had no voice. <laughs> I had no like nasal resin. I had nothing, absolutely nothing. Should not have been at work. Mm -hmm. But I was the only person in the building that knew Peggy and could cover it. So bless it, our supervisor. He's like, okay, you're on. What do you need? He's like, Afrin, nasal spray, tea. And he ran to like CVS, got all the things, came back. Like my friend Mallory, he was a swing, was helping me change. Costume is like throwing wigs on me. Thank God I had just had my put in. So I knew all my costumes fit. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> my mic, like you makeup and sick on top of it. So I got into the show, uh, the end of Yorktown. So really my first thing that I had to do was say no to this. <laughs> Being deathly sick, oh. I do not, I don't know how it came out, but it came out 
Yeah. Wow. And it it was such a blur and it was so much fun. I mean, that was my first real like understudy part that I've ever, ever performed. So, I mean, it was like super monumental for me and like, I'm so proud of it, but also crazy because it's not at all, you know, how you think <laughs> that would happen. Especially yeah, not being like, prepare. Right. You would think like, oh, I'm going to make my debut in my understudy track. I want my mom to be there. I want to invite people. And mama mm-hmm. was planning to be there for your debut, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. My mom was in town and she um, did not come to that show. Oh. I think it was a matinee show. She was coming oh, to the man. evening show. So she was so, she was so, 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 so upset. Um, Yeah. But, and then they're like, you were wonderful, but do you not want to do the, the night show because you're so sick? It's like, absolutely. I don't. Huh? Yeah. Yes, Please. And no. <laughs> Please. So mama, one day we'll see me do Peggy, but yes, you know, as well, day. as will I, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, uh, talk about our relationship too much, but, uh, Carly and Aww. I got to be good friends when we both lived in Greenville. She lived in Greenville for just a little tiny interim, um, between all of her <laughs> amazing national tours. And we were brought together as friends. Um, and, we did a couple of shows in Greenville together and got to work together. And it's just been a beautiful friendship since then. So I have had the privilege of being up close and personal and watching this journey. So uh, she's just my dearest friend. So I also love and adore her. So just so that is said, <laughs> don't know why I felt the need to state claim or anything. Now she's going to list her airing of grievances. Right. <laughs> Now that all the good things have said, let me tell you all of the bad things. No, no, there's nothing bad to say. I'm just so proud of her. So I, I have this moment of really, really hoping very soon to be able to see her as Peggy Mariah. So yeah, it will happen one day. Yeah. One day. Well, you know, the feelings mutual. Yeah, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a little bit more about the play now, I guess, instead of just, <laughs> I, I suppose we should. Um, and, uh, I think Josh has a question yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, one of the things that Audrey's talked about quite a bit, uh, on the show, and it's one of the reasons that we are so glad that we have her, um, is the choreography, um, which obviously you have a lot of insight into as well. So, um, <laughs> Audrey has told us a lot of her favorite choreography things. And you mentioned Andy Blankenbuehler and she has mentioned him several times because um, she really, really wants to work for him. It's fine. Um, so uh, that being said, what would be like, what's your favorite choreography of all of the stuff that's going on? Cause there's a ton. Oh yes, there, there is definitely a ton. Um, my, f- I think my favorite piece, uh, I have a couple, it's very hard to choose cause it's, there's different, like there's certain pieces that are fun to do. And mm-hmm. then there are certain pieces that are fun to watch and then fun to experience. Uh, I, I think the best choreography in the whole show is Helpless Satisfied. Like mm. to go from seeing, you know, the, Eliza's experience with the party and then to have it completely reround, literally just like a, a record player, as you would mm-hmm. on a record player, you would scratch it all the way back and rewind it. Um, and then experience that again, but slightly different in Angelica's perspective is just so brilliant. And the slow forward that goes back into the end, Angelica's toast, uh, is just so beautiful. And you really can't experience that on Disney Plus. You don't get to see it, mm-hmm. which was like my only complaint, but also that's something that 
you experience at the theater, you know, being around a million people mm-hmm. watching this show. Um, so I, I know why they didn't do it, but it's just so beautiful to watch everybody um, rewind and fast forward and just the choreography. I think that piece took like seven days to create um, mm. with Andy and everybody. So it is definitely the hardest piece to learn in the show and the most of a marathon, you know, running and dancing in your skirts, but it's just so gorgeous. I, I love, that's my favorite. Mm. Yeah. So when you, when you talk about it, be, like when you learn it, what does the learning of something like that look like? Cool. Um, for a dancer, <laughs> yeah. it, it's really learn, learning helpless first, um, because it, it, it is essentially the exact same choreo. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to learn helpless first. And then when you go into learning satisfied, we say like, okay, now forget everything you just learned. Mm-hmm. And then as a dancer, like that's like, uh, but, but, but that's, we're doing this. I, mm-hmm. It's very hard to kind of turn your brain off and do the exact same thing to a different piece of music. Um, but once you get it, you're, you will never go back. Like it's, it's like riding mm-hmm. a bicycle, like you will know it forever and ever. Um, but it's definitely a, a lot of practice and a lot of rehearsal time and a lot of studio time and then partnering with your with different people as a swing too, you're dancing with different people and everyone mm-hmm. feels different and it, it's a, definitely a lot of work and the thing that we always spend the most time cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> is yes. that the one? It's the one in the show that is like, it will never really be fully clean. It just is <sighs> where it is today. You know, and that's another thing with this show too, is if you were to watch, um, I mean, I grew up in a dance competition world, so that's been um, hard for my brain to wrap around is not being uh, copycats of an, of each other, um, mm-hmm. but being an individual doing the same movement in your own capacity. So we're all telling the same story and doing the same steps, but in our own way, which I mean, it's kind of life anyway, you know, telling us we're all storytellers and we're telling the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was kind of challenging to be like, I want to clean it, but also like, we can't scrub it clean. We have to let Mm -hmm. people be their individual selves as well. Um, But that's just my OCD brain, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it's that and a couple pieces. Yeah. Talk about the, the process. We've talked about the, the storytelling in movement a lot. And you mentioned something about the hurricane earlier and talking about like specific moments. So I want, I've talked about this a little bit about how every movement is chosen specifically, but can you, can you share just a little bit about what that actually means as far as like learning it and what's going on internally for the actors when you're performing, if it's like, is it from their perspective? When is it somebody else's perspective? Um, yeah, just share a little bit about what's going on with the dancers. Yeah, and, and that's also a difficult thing to do because you really have to do it in layers. Like mm-hmm. you learn the choreography first and then you go back in and color everything. And and honestly, like there are people have been with the show for four years and still learn something new about something every day. Like, so I don't think there's ever a point where you're like, I know absolutely everything because there's just so much and so much information that's been relayed from Andy and, and his associate Stephanie, like, and Balderrama, like, cause there's, so there's different people teaching the show, but we're all teaching the same thing and they just have their focuses on, on different aspects. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a lot to, 
kind of um, wrangle. So you learn Mm -hmm. your steps and then you go back and you learn the intentions with it. And they do a really good job of saying like, just so you know, this is kind of what we're doing in this moment for your brain. Let's get the step first. Um, So as, as a dance captain, I like to just teach steps and, and add in those little tidbits. And then our supervisor will come in and give more intentions because throughout the show, the ensemble is not only um, a character, like we bounce back between being our own, our own selves, our storytellers to Hamilton's emotions, Hamilton's perspective or Burr's emotions. So we get to be not only ourselves, but kind of them as well, which is Mm. really cool. Mm. Um, You know, I think what stands out in my brain is um, in uh, the end of act one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you can talk about it. When Burr, uh, been a while yeah my brain um <laughs> when burr is uh non-stop i uh, think is that it thank you yeah. uh-huh <laughs> all right we're all learning here here we are <laughs> yes um yes non-stop he's like why do you always wait to the side like there is this whole moment of him uh watching hamilton leave and he goes to follow after him and then these two girls appear out of nowhere and they are just like his emotions and stuff you know yeah so it's like seeing one person and then seeing their thought bubbles like pull Mm. behind them which is really cool I mean you know there's a a lot of thought bubbles (laughs) thought bubble people that I like to say (laughs) yeah yeah so they're sort of like the outward expression of what's going on for those characters internally yeah yeah Yeah. that's so cool yeah I didn't even know that so that that's really cool Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why we bring that expert on. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so um, you, talk, you talked yeah. a little bit about your favorite, uh, like your favorite mo- favorite choreography and like some crazy moments within like the Hamil- the show of Hamilton. But what's been like some of your one of your favorite or a, or a few of your favorite experiences as a performer in general? Um, I mean, definitely performing in Hamilton is been one of my favorite things to do because it, I, I thought I was done performing when I moved back to South Carolina in 2013. I was having a really tough time in New York. So I moved home to take over a, a dance competition co- studio company. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as Hamilton came out, like they were all of my friends from In the Heights. And I had this moment of like, well, that's, that's what I need to be doing. I should be in that show. Why am I not in that show? Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really like a turning point for me personally of realizing that I wasn't done performing. So it was like a year after that I physically made the move to go, to go back and, um, you know, booking my tour a month after I moved back to New York, which is kind of like a little you know, a God wink of you are in the right place. I met yeah. my husband right after I moved to New York too. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like all of these things falling into place from the, the, the bubble of Hamilton. It, it, honestly, as cheesy as it sounds, like that's what brought me back to New York. So to be able to like kind of go full circle and to be a part of it in not just like a performance way, but a um, like a dance captain role and having more responsibility and actually helping to... Uh, maintain the creative juices of the show mm. it's it's really special so kind of you know yeah it's been my Hamilton's favorite moment favorite I love that yeah uh, yeah I mean D- Disney's also like I, I'm such a 
happy, cheesy person anyway. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. dancing in a Disney show is really fun as well. Like, you know, I was in Disneyland, uh, Aladdin infection in Disneyland. I got to play the carpet. Mm. <laughs> so I've had like a lot of fun roles like that that have been, you know, special wait, to me. But wait, hold yeah. on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is that like? I've not. Haven't... <laughs> So, <laughs> you said, hold I on, was what, you were a physically what? <laughs> the magic carpet at Disneyland. Wow. Okay. Like full rug with a hat and a head. Like it was so much fun. It was basically <laughs> playing a big puppy dog on stage. That's awesome. I didn't say anything. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was so much fun getting to interact with the audience and just, you know, being mm-hmm. a puppy, which I'm a dog lover anyway. So I hope yeah. you didn't let people walk all over you. Uh, <laughs> would have so taken I, him for a ride oh. 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 <laughs> so this is not on the on the thing but when you said it you played that in aladdin i just remembered it dawned on me that aladdin is supposedly coming to disney plus as like a stage re- production recorded similar to hamilton um hmm. they announced that so that's a cool it's a cool connection there yeah it's awesome i have a lot of friends in the broadway production it's, it's great Yay. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Josh yeah. coming in with the news hot off the press. I was Googling so fast because I was afraid we were about to move on to something else. <laughs> no, let me say it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so fun. That also is a, a great point about like what the difference is in seeing something on Disney Plus, which mm. most of us and most of our listeners have seen Hamilton on Disney Plus. And for most people, I would say that's the the only exposure that they've had to the production of Hamilton. And so could you talk about the difference a little bit? Because, because Carly was in the cast, I have been fortunate enough to see it multiple times. <laughs> and so uh, she gave must me be that nice. theater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> must be nice. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, she gave me that gift, um, such a generous gift. And so I want you to talk about like, what is the difference for people that have only seen it on Disney Plus, or maybe someone's listening that's only seen it in theater, in a theater? So talk about like what the difference is for you that you notice in the theatrical experience versus watching it on Disney Plus. Oh, for sure. I mean, I thought they did such a great job with a Disney Plus production. I mean, just because it's a little scary because it's something that you love so much and you have so much connection to and so much, I guess, insight to what it all is. And there's always a risk of it not being exactly what you want it to be. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was great. I mean, it, it definitely played more like a movie, which mm-hmm. I thought was awesome with the close-ups and you really can see everybody acting their faces off it was mm-hmm. brilliant mm-hmm. I Eliza confession has never been my favorite character in the show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but watching Philippa yeah Philippa Sue, Eliza, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh mm-hmm. like so different than actually watching her in the theater I like had like a new found appreciation for her acting because it was mm. acting for film it was so subtle and you could see everything in the theatrical the Disney Plus version. Um, so you, with with that, you get to see more of the acting, especially if you go to theater and you're sitting too far back and you can't really see their faces, but you miss out on the full picture, which mm-hmm. is always my favorite part of Hamilton. And I think really how Hamilton is meant to be experienced. Um, so uh, 
especially in like a helpless satisfied where there's so yeah. much going on on the stage that there's no possible way for a mm -hmm. film to capture that, mm -hmm. which, you know, leaves you with a different experience. And mm -hmm. hopefully after watching Disney Plus, you'll want to return. And if you have the ability to go see the stage production and have a completely different view of it. But I think I, I definitely a fan of everything that they did. You got like a few little views of like the full stage of mm -hmm. what, what we watch like on our monitors every day. Um, but I thought it was, I thought it was great. It was like a little like teaser of like, this is what they're doing. You can't see everything. So come to watch yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I, I think one of the things that's been really cool for me to learn as I, cause I, I came into the show through the album, like a lot of people did. Um, cause it was the only way, I mean, unless you were in New York and had, you know, the time to be in the lottery or the money, right? Like you could, you just went happening. Um, and so I was, I was like, I listened to the album so many times. Uh, and then it came through in Atlanta and I didn't get tickets then. Uh, and then it came through in Jacksonville. So I'm currently on deck. September, 2021 is when I'm supposed to go see it. Um, but what's been cool. I literally like they closed down the week I was supposed to go. Mm. Um, and I was going to no go. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> no and here's, here's the thing. I totally knew I didn't need to go, but I was like, I will put on a bubble <laughs> like I will do whatever it takes to go see this show. Um, but what's been cool is learning how many things in a very good way were saved uh, on purpose for mm -hmm. you to see when you go see it um, live. Mm -hmm. So there's um, there's lots of things that we're, we haven't even gotten to in the podcast, but we will. We may ha even have by the time this, I'm not sure when this is actually going to drop in our schedule, but um like seeing John Lawrence uh, after his death is not in the album. Um, mm -hmm. the, sc the scream from Eliza after Philip's death is not in the album. Mm -hmm. These mm -hmm. are things that are all mm -hmm. saved. For me, we're saved until I saw them on Disney+. Plus. And so I was like, oh, that's really cool. And Lynn even talked about like, we wanted to save these moments for you in the theater, but you couldn't get to the theater. So we're mm. glad that we get to share them. But hearing you guys talk is making me even more excited to go see it in person again, because even with as much as they've given us in this filmed version, there still is going to be things that I'm, I can experience afresh seeing mm -hmm. it live. So I'm really stoked. And it's cool that that, that thread even carried through. So now I think it's more like the fact that like, Oh yeah, we got some close-ups, but I'm almost wondering if they were like, Hey, let's not show them that here. Cause they could have given us a wide shot. Yeah. Um, they're like, let's not do that. Let's save something. Let's hold mm -hmm. something for the, the live experience. Cause that is, he said like, it's meant to be seen this way. This is how we want you to experience. It. That's when we held it for so long. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 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 And, and that's even one within. Of... Okay. <laughs> that's, that's one of the like few moments in the show that we've watched so far that I actually like had that experience. I was like, Oh, but everything that's happening on stage, it helpless satisfied. Right. Is like, mm -hmm. but I want to see it all. Like what's happening is so, so important. And I, that was one of the moments that like going from the theater experience to Disney plus really mm. felt like I lost something that I was like, mm -hmm. there's, there's so much meat here. I understand why they made the choice to narrow it, but it felt a, mm -hmm. a little bit sad for me to not get to see the whole stage. But fortunately I have, I have that in my head. So yeah. in your head, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. It lives there <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Um, okay. Well, I guess, so um, we're talking uh, things that we like 
uh, about the kind of this experience and stage and, and film. And that's awesome. But here, I want to know more specifically about said specifically, specifically <laughs> about you. What would, cause we talk about one of the first things we did in the show was like, what is everyone's favorite song? And so we went through in episode one and just talked about like what our favorite song was. So what is your favorite song, Carly? Oh gosh, you know how much of a loaded question that is. <laughs> I do because we had to answer it too. <laughs> okay, so I think, you know, I have different times in my life. I've had different favorite songs. Yeah. So like when the first, when it first came out, I was a huge, like Wait For It was my favorite just because I identified with, with that song mm-hmm. more than anything else in the show. So I think that's definitely like still one of my top favorites definitely not my top favorite to sing in the show mm-hmm. um <laughs> one last time is we're there for like two seconds but it's so much fun to sing mm-hmm. and to be on stage especially mm-hmm. to watch you know our George Washington's literally kill it and just mm-hmm. sing their faces off and to to be a part of the audience just receiving and then reacting is such a beautiful moment on stage um uh, so that's my favorite one to sing. My favorite one to watch is Hurricane. Mm. Um, just with the lighting. And if you have a chance to see the show, you can't just get everything within one viewing. <laughs> right. The, definitely <laughs> Hamilton's the one to go back a couple mm-hmm. times if you're able to. Um, just because the lighting is so gorgeous. Um, it's beautiful. Especially in a Hurricane, um, you know, it starts out with just Hamilton. And by the time that they get to everybody on the stage, it's uh, when when we teach it, we like to say that, uh, do you remember those night lights that um, kind of project pictures onto the ceiling yeah. from mm-hmm. a kid? Yes. And that's what that moment is. So it's, it's Hamilton reliving everything important in his life that's been splattered onto the wall. Mm. So you see in the original production, the dead mother um, was in there. You'll see Reynolds, you'll see the bullet. Um, you'll see, uh, uh, who else is there? Um, a paper, a quill. So ev- there's all these moments in his life. And the turntable is moving at the same time that you get to kind of slow down and see. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite song. And I guess visually choreography wise to watch, but mm. I think wait for it is still, I don't know, yeah. maybe a basic no, answer, look, but it wait, is. <laughs> wait, wait for it is my answer. And I think I said that in our episode, but look, I think you said something that's really important too, because like that, it changes, it changes for me. It has changed for me uh, from the time that I first experienced the show to now. I think we've talked about it on the show, but like part of what you bring to art is, is what you have in you. And so there's times in your different, in your life where certain things are going to hit different um, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm fully on board with it being way for it because that's my favorite. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's really cool to see, you know, just because everybody, there's different casts and different people's interpretations. And it's really cool to be able to see different people perform it as well. So it, it's, it's, it's an mm. awesome one just to be able to sit there on stage and actually watch. <laughs> yeah, I know for yeah. me, I, I'm like, I'm, that's the only part I think of all of Hamilton that I'm torn. It's because I really just like, like the only bird that I know is Leslie. Of course, the only anything I know is whoever's in this, the productions that I've, that I've seen, right? But like mm-hmm. him specifically, like, for example, I learned that like Lynn was on the fence of like which part he was going to play Hamilton or Burr. And I heard that and I was like, ew, no, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't want to see you be Burr. Um, so I'm worried about it, but, but I, I hear good things. So maybe it'll be fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> you hear good things about <laughs> I mean, I guess he can do it. He made it. So <laughs> he's allowed to play yeah, whatever I character. Mean, guess yeah. he could play like the lives if he wanted to. So, so. <laughs> well, I mean, so, look. I've, just do everybody. I've heard the demo of him singing, like writing way for it. And it, it I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love it. So <laughs> hot take. <laughs> I didn't love it. I mean, it was also a demo, Josh. <laughs> no, Demos I, are not usually the final track. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't say anything negative about Lin Manuel on this show, but, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I don't think I would have liked Burr as much. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a note that Lin was gonna come on the show, and now he, he heard those he comments. Just, he just and canceled. He's canceled on us. He canceled us. So rude. He heard. It's not even published yet. <laughs> he heard us talking. Oh, that's so good. Oh man. I could keep going, um, but I won't. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> not sure. Um, so Carly, what is um, as a swing? You play all the different tracks, right? All, all the women um, outside of the principals, because those are sort of understudy positions. So you understudy Peggy and Mariah. So I imagine that there has to be a track that after doing it for as long as you have that you're like, man, this one's kind of like my jam. Like I really like this one, or maybe it's kind of like your song. It's, it changes from day to day, depending on how much you want to move your body, because I know some tracks are much more athletic than others. So, uh, talk to us if there is a favorite track that you have, or like, what are the things that you like about it? Yeah. (laughs) No, you, you hit it on the head. Like it (laughs) it depends on how you're feeling that day and exactly what you said, how you want to move your body. Cause some of those, uh, all of the tracks are very hard and they have their own challenges and they're like, at least in our, in our show, like the tracking is slightly different um, from company to company. So within our show, uh, our woman too is what we call her. Um, was my was my first track I learned. So she has a super special place in my heart. Um, she has a lot of fun. Like she gets to play the barmaid in Chicago. She does. She gets to tell the king. She has a little king whisper. Um, she's. I could say it's a good track for your friends to come see because you're kind of in everything. Little featured mm-hmm. moment, super, right? Little feature moment. You know, mm-hmm. and the bullet is obviously like you get to be the bullet for a day. That one's super fun to do. Um, uh, our woman one track gets to do the ladies little section which is always fun to do <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's like each track has their own their own thing and their own little feature um which I again I said it it differs from company to company but mm-hmm. um so it depends and and we have a singer track as well which she does she's she's meant she covers all the sisters um so she is what's called a cuttable track so if if an emergency happens, they can just pull her and put her in a costume. She's already in makeup and, you know, her mic Mm -hmm. and she can go in for a sister. So that one's fun to do as well, because it's not, she's kind of hidden. I call her a ninja. So she gets (laughs) to sing all the fun things and watch all the things, but it's kind of not in it and can kind of groove, which Mm -hmm. is super fun to do when you're like real tired and want to be in the show, but kind of don't want to do the show. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's a real little life. princess track option. <laughs> right? yeah. 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 
Yeah, that's super fun. Um, I love that you're like, ah, I still want to do the play, but maybe I don't want to wreck my body today. So <laughs> this is the one that I'd like to choose. Um, and just just for our listeners to know, like we've used a lot of language around like swinging and understudies, but also Carly just used another word um, she, that this track usually covers the sisters. So there's a difference between a standby and an understudy. So just as another little like, bonus feature. Can you talk a little bit about what, what that difference is between a standby and an understudy? Yes. So the standbys are off stage standbys. Um, their, I guess, focus is the principal tracks. They usually mm -hmm. have, I feel like most of them had three or four tracks mm -hmm. that they understudied. Um, yeah. So they're always off stage and they're usually the first person that you call to come do a role. The Richards are very good about putting their understudies on as well. The understudies are either a swing or an ensemble track that does, um, is in the show all the time. Um, but the standbys are, will only be in the show if they are, their part is called yeah. for that night. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, the standby is just kind of chilling and hanging out and literally on standby waiting for a call to happen. Whereas like in the ensemble, you're, you're doing the play. And like you said, <laughs> has happened to you. They might be like, Oh, <laughs> Hey, guess what? Put on a different costume. You're playing this track now. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a little bit of an interesting difference between those two things. I remember when I learned about that, I was like, Oh, how do you do that? That's fun. <laughs> Cause mm -hmm. being there and then being like, here I am, I'm healthy. My voice is ready. Like, um, yeah. that feels like a lot of fun, but also challenging because yeah. you're not in the play all the time, you know? Oh, so hard. And yes. And the only way to get comfortable doing Hamilton is to actually do Hamilton. <laughs> mm. So, and as a standby, like you don't always get some good reps in with mm -hmm. that, um, mm -hmm. which is what our, our swing rehearsals for. And we have understudy runs all the time, but again, that's completely different than with the onstage cast. They just give completely different energy. And sometimes you going in can throw them off a little bit, which I think is a good thing anyway, you know, mm -hmm. keep keep fresh. fresh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think they have probably the hardest job mm. yeah. in the whole show just to be ready and have, it's a lot of words. It's a yeah. lot of words and a lot of tracking, mm -hmm. and a lot That's of right. emotional places to come from. <laughs> yeah. And not a lot of um, mm -hmm. reps, like you said, to just be like, okay, mm -hmm. it's in my body. Like you really have to think about it and be doing your own homework to be prepared to come on stage. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned the bullet earlier, um, doing mm -hmm. the track of the bullet and uh, Josh has a theory and he says it's a fact, and I don't know if it's a fact or not, but I think it's fun to test whether this is a fact or not. I, um, I so. regret saying that because I'm probably not a fact. Yeah, um, it's okay. Yeah. So, um, Josh, would you tell us uh, what you think uh, your the actual truth is about what the bullet is uh, in this play, what she stands for? Um, and you know, just, just give us a little insight into your conspiracy theory, as I like to call it. 
so yeah, I um I think for me, I I said this was a fact. I now I'm I'm worried that it's not. Um, You're questioning all your life choices. I, I am. I would much rather talk about Burr's lisp here, but you made me talk about it. Um, so, um, or any other of the millions of conspiracies, but you picked this one um, that I wasn't even aware is a conspiracy. Um, okay, so in uh, I forget when it happens. It's right after you'll be back, right? Is that when? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the actress who ends up playing the bullet, um, it she is killed in the in between between you'll be back in the next song, um, and so that's what I've always said is that that person is killed and then that is the point that she becomes the bullet. That's been what I just thought was happening there. Um, is that is that what's happening? Is how does that give give us the I guess the arc of the the bullet person? Uh, that might be the best thing you could do. Um, yeah, I mean, usually that is the, the track that does the bullet as well. If it has a correlation, if it's she's dead and then she becomes a bullet, I actually don't know because there with within each show, the tracking is just slightly different because I've, mm -hmm. I've seen some of these conspiracy theories um, talking about how the bullet, you know, ends up next to Hamilton at one point and then she ends up telling you know, the king that John Adams is, you know, uh, the president. So within the Broadway company, like totally makes sense. But in other companies, they're, it, it could be a different person gotcha. that, that is in that track. So now I think I know what Audrey was wanting me to get at because she didn't <laughs> just tell me outright. She just said, talk about the bullet. Um, because I think, this, I think the statement that I made was that it, when you watch through the, the, Ham the Disney plus version, uh, every time, especially after that point, every time you see this actress again, people that she touches die. And I think that's the point that I made that Audrey was. So I, what you just said makes total sense, especially now what we know about tracking. Um, mm -hmm. That would make sense. But it's interesting because we've now learned that that's not the same from show to show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but she definitely is the bullet um, whenever there is a bullet on stage. So sure. She's like the physical representation of Hamilton, you know, um, running away from his death which mm -hmm. obviously she finally gets him. So yeah, but she is the bullet. But as far as I think Harbinger of Death was yeah. used. Uh -huh. Yeah, mm. I, I, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> but I don't know. I like question. that. I like that it's still a mystery. Like, is it? Is mm -hmm. it not? We don't. Oh, oh, you can bet whenever I go see it, I'm going to be like, is it the same person doing these little parts? Um, mm -hmm. Got plenty of yeah. times to watch it between now and then. Yeah, because yeah. in our production uh, in Chicago, she also played Sally in uh, uh, Wait, um, What Did I Miss? Yeah. So, which is completely different tracking than Broadway. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's like everybody's different little bit part. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I it's all mixed up sometimes. Yeah, it gets to be a little mystery, even within production to production. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I actually, it was interesting for me seeing I, the two shows that I saw that Carly was in, the two nights that I saw it, I saw basically two different casts because almost all of the swings were on for the second mm. show. So I suppose a lot of people were sick maybe it was what was happening and and yeah, so like that yeah uh, so it was really cool for me to see one of the specific people that I remember very clearly was that 
the woman that played Eliza the first night, she was a universal swing and she played Angelica the second time that I saw it. So this, that's like, when I think about the caliber of having like those universal swings, having both of those characters in their bodies. And then I assume she would play Peggy. She would swing Peggy as well. So having what literally <laughs> getting to watch that, like this woman slay Eliza and then come back and sing Angelica. And I'm like, who makes sound like that come mm-hmm. out of their body? I don't <laughs> yep. understand. Um, it was so cool to get to see mm-hmm. those two different completely different casts, but like talking about what you were saying, like, well, people swing in, they swing out. There's a standby. There's a universal swing. You never know. So even like Mm -hmm. literally two nights apart in the same show, same cast, I saw almost two completely different versions of the cast. So yeah, Mm -hmm. Carly has educated me so much about (laughs) what, what that looks like. And then also like getting to have that experience was so cool. Um, I'd also love Carly to hear if there's like a fun fact, like a backstage, like fun fact about Hamilton, maybe something that like you wouldn't notice on stage. I think something about, maybe you told me something about King George's like robe and all that stuff one time. And I could be making this up. So you can be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but if there's anything that's like fun about what happens backstage, I'd love to, to just hear from what we don't see as an audience member about, uh, the experience of being in Hamilton. Oh, you know, and I, I think the most fun, uh, thing about being backstage is all of the rituals that the actors, make up for themselves to do backstage to have fun Mm -hmm. um I think that's that's the fun part about it I mean it's like you know doing a show in your community or doing a regional show anyway you always have those little relationships and those little um connections connections with people absolutely um when I when I would do the show there was a point in time where our woman four was out um it was like two months that she was out so the swings we kind of like dispersed her role so we would all be in like for half the week and you know whatever so I got that was one of my uh, first really comfortable role that I got doing um but uh Tamar Green who was our um George Washington we would all uh we had these like little moments backstage and uh in um helpless satisfied um when um Hamilton is is talking to um Angelica and mm-hmm. you hear the visible <gasps> breath that everyone takes on stage. So mm-hmm. I, I would like to do tiny weapons for him. Um, <laughs> so there is a, a man that you can kind of see like through the staircase and I would either do like a bow and arrow or like a little like fishing <laughs> thing or he, I'd be like, pick your weapon and he would pick it and I would do tiny weapons. So it was like those little things that, mm-hmm. that really make, you know, the backstage fun and special and, and, yeah, uh, you know, because I mean, even within that, there's like each company has their own way of doing mm-hmm. things backstage as well. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's all personal. Yeah, I love that. So it's like the the intimacy that you get to build as a cast, even even when there are people changing, you know, coming in and out. It's like you could be mm-hmm. here for a few days, but this is a special experience with you in this cast that is different. Um, mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Carly. This has been such a delight to talk to you and hear about all of the the knowledge that you have about Hamilton and also just like how knowledgeable you are about the business and helping us to understand more about it. So 
Thank you for spending your time with us. Um, we are so, so grateful and Hamilton, the revisit podcast is better for having you here. So um, thank you for elevating us. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me on the show. It's been a, you know, fun to talk about after not doing the show for six months. So my my heart needed it. So thank you. We're glad you, we're we're so glad you came and and did it. Um, because yeah, like I just said, I think you've given us a lot of insight that, I don't know when this is going to air because I just don't have the calendar in front of me, but like, I think we got stuff in here that we can, we can bring to the discussion from now on. So it's been super, super, super helpful. So thanks. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, I'm back whenever you need me. Hey, I'm not Hello. doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free. All right. What are you doing next week? I'm just- <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> we might actually ask. Be careful. We'll just make you guest host when Audrey gets married. <laughs> hey. Oh, oh. But for real, I, would, <laughs> I mean, oh. she's going to be in the wedding. So. No, I know. I, fig- I figured she was. I figured, I figured as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, wait, they're like best friends. So, yeah. Um, anyways, thanks again. And um, yeah, that, that's that's it for us now. Um, be sure, guys that are listening, guys and gals uh, that are listening, um, go and, and like us and subscribe and share with your friends and all that good stuff. And you can find us at Facebook uh, at Raise a Mic, or you can email us at raiseamike at gmail.com. Or if you're using the Anchor app, you can actually leave us a voicemail uh, with your own hot takes. And I promise we will, uh, I can't do that, back up. I promise (laughs) we will attempt to play it on the show if it is something that is playable on the show. And at the very least, we'll comment on it and we'll we'll give you credit. Yes. Absolutely. At the very least. <laughs> At the very least, we'll do that. Um, so yeah, thanks again. Thanks again for coming. And uh thanks again, Carly, for coming. And uh we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Raise a Mic podcast. If you're still here, we know you're a Hamill fan like us, and we want to invite you to become part of the show. You can send us your fun takes on the songs coming up by shooting us an email to raiseamike at gmail.com. If you're using the Anchor app, you can actually leave us a voice memo, and we may use that in the show. Like we said, go ahead and subscribe, review, and rate the podcast because it really does help us rise up those ranks. And make sure to share this podcast with all your Hamilton-loving friends. Until we see you again, we thank you for stopping by and listening to us rant about this musical that we all love so much. Till we meet again, raise a mic, everybody. <laughs>